0: there we go okay all right welcome to the episode of real estate versus technology i'm your host norman kinsey we have our co-host mr dan Gandy. welcome dan glad to be here dude where's your liquid death bro before we got on the show he was drinking some liquid death and uh (laughs) there it is there it is it's actually water so check it out that's for a whole other story so before we (laughs) before we actually tell you who our special guest is today uh, we want to go ahead and encourage everyone to like this episode, subscribe, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube and comment below with what you learned because you're going to learn something new today. We got a guy who's coming to us all the way from OC's, OC Realtor. He's coming actually from California. This individual is making real estate simple. He does some really cool videos. I have his Instagram pulled up here. I'm going to put it behind me, but I might have to put his TikTok up because he's actually doing a better job on TikTok than he is on his Instagram. We have, <laughs> I am Peter Floridas. On the show welcome peter real estate versus technology hey thanks guys
1: thanks for having me on
0: of course man of course so uh you know show is all about you we just want to deep dive into like your story man people see you online they see your videos they see what you're doing but let's go all the way take it to the take it to the beginning so how long have you been in the business why real estate
1: man yeah so good stories there but it was one way or another. I've been in real estate for probably about 23 years. Um, started way back with Wells Fargo doing HELOCs back when those are super popular. Wow. I used to work for Countrywide. I'm sure you guys remember Countrywide and the whole mm-hmm. you know, real estate thing back in 2007, 2008. So like I said, one way or another, been in real estate for 23 years and um, also on the commercial side too. So commercial real estate, I was actually a lender on the commercial side. So I know lending, I actually got my license three years ago. Um, I've been been and I've been doubling my business ever since. The first year was actually a COVID year, so I I got my license in was in the end of November of 2019, and I was like, okay, you know, it's holidays, I'm gonna wait. Beginning of 2020, I started looking around for brokerages. I joined a brokerage, and literally, like within a couple weeks, everything shut down, and I was like, oh crap, what (sighs) what am I gonna do? Like, it was crazy. So, obviously, it was it was very tough. It was probably the hardest year ever for. A number of reasons personally, my career, everything, yeah. So, with a matter of six months, I think I had my first sale. Geez, I want to say maybe June or July of 2020. And then I did about two and a half million my first year in real estate nice. in six months or less. And like I said, wow. I've been doubling every year this year. Um, I'm gauged to already double my previous year as well. So, anticipating that, and I'll be growing the team soon. So, a lot wow. of things on the horizon. So, I, I just love it. And why real estate? Well. You know it's i love helping people i love helping people achieve their dream and i love it when they feel very confident and have all the data that they need to make an educated informed decision because real estate is very very emotional yeah there's you know a couple stressful things in life marriage death divorce and buying a house and (laughs) we do this all the damn time right so trying to remove and take the emotional part of out of it out of it and just bring data and knowledge to help them make an informed decision is what I love doing actually.
0: Wow. I love that. I love that. And I have to say that, um, you know, Peter and I know each other off, off air. We've known each other. We talk with each other. So I already kind of knew the story It's cool to hear it again. And I have to say like, out of a lot of our podcast guests, we haven't had someone that came with like literally. I think you have a do you have a DSLR camera? If you're if you're on I YouTube, do. you're seeing this. Okay, he does. So DSLR camera, microphone, headset. So you can tell this man loves tech and he loves videos because it, you can already tell. So if you're listening to this, go go to Real Estate vs Tech on YouTube. Look it up. Check them out. Awesome. I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit more about like, what's the goals? What's the aspiration? Someone else wants to build a team. When do you see yourself starting to bring on team members and building that out for yourself?
1: So I'm actually starting now. So wow, I I have a really good, really good um, colleague and peer that I look at that I really look up to he's built a team um, on the mortgage side. um, And he's just killing it. So took some advice from him. Um, also, um, I'm part of a coaching program as well, too. And they've provided some good guidance. And they're telling me they're like, you know what, you just need this framework in order to get started. Mm. After that, if you don't start building your team, it's just an excuse, you have no excuse after that. So building out an entire framework of basically, basically standard operating procedures, once they actually start being in production, but only that too, having an actual training program for the first 90 days, like the first days, you know, first four weeks, this day mm-hmm. by day, this is what you do. Second month, week by week, this is what you do. Third month, okay, you should have these things going and then we'll look for the leading indicators to start projecting what kind of business they're gonna start doing. So having that in place will help get the business started. So now I have, I'm almost finished with that and almost ready to start bringing on people. Wow. The goal is to have two people by the end of the year um, and then keep growing from there. That's awesome. I love, love, love that. And the last couple of episodes for the viewers and listeners out
0: there, this has been harped on more and more. Like SOPs, KPIs, like rinse and repeat models. If you're gonna build it out, then just give it out. Like hire people or bring people in, give them the the organization, the structure, the process. Because I think as humans, you know, we need structure. So the more that you can give someone structure when it comes to real estate transactions. I feel like that would help so much to, to kind of lead into that. So that's, that's awesome, Peter, that you're going in that direction and totally. doing that. Yep. Thanks. Yeah, for sure. So before we go to the mix-up round and give it off to Dan, I have just a personal question. I have your TikTok up here and I'm kind yeah. of scrolling <laughs> through the videos. Okay. And I see one like 180,000 views, 11,000 views. Like you've had some hitters, like 12,000 views. So can you give us a quick, like for the viewers and listeners out there that know you're thinking about getting on TikTok, this is going to be a great leadway into getting into the tech side with Dan in the mix-up round. Like, um, what's been a success story from one of the videos? Either someone that reached out, wants to transact, or wants later to transact, or give us give us one of the one of the testimonials so people could be inspired to start maybe getting on TikTok and doing videos for themselves.
1: Yeah. First of all, if you're not on TikTok, regardless of what industry you're in, if you're a mortgage lender or real estate escrow title, whatever and you're worried about not being able to find content, that's BS because you have stuff to talk about. And just get on it and just start using it and playing with it because it looks so intimidating at first. Um, just get on it and just start doing it. Um, that's the best advice that I could give as far as TikTok. And, yeah, you know what? There's there's you know the dancing, the pointing. I don't dance. I can't freaking dance. I have two left feet, so I don't dance at all. I tried it, and I didn't like it. So now I just provide data, provide educational stuff. And you could totally hit on that um, and and go from there. But a success success story that I've had, so actually more than a few, I've closed about $2 million in volume just from TikTok and Instagram. So quickly doing the math, that's roughly about $45,000 just off those two leads. So, And I have two in the pipeline because of that as well too. So first one was over a million-dollar lead. Next one is about 920,000, 970,000. Can't remember exactly, but just one on Instagram, (laughs) one on, on TikTok and more reaching out as well too. So if you, if you have people telling me, oh, whatever, you can't do business on, on Instagram, or you can't do business on TikTok, you're not going to get a lease. BS. Have them talk to me. Wow. I love that. I love that. So links down below, check them out, follow them. It's
0: short form contact. You're seeing tons of content now. It's short form form. It could be 15, it could be 30 seconds. It could be a minute and it's just impactful, valuable stuff that people could use uh, before, you know, ba- making their biggest transactional, um, you know, decision of their life. So I'm gonna go ahead and give it off to Dan for the mix up round. And we're going to deep dive a little bit more into this. Have fun, Dan.
2: Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, so Peter, let's talk about, some of those systems and tech that you use is there any operational tools that you use project management software anything that you could uh enlighten us
1: with sure so one of my favorite things so since we're you know kind of talking about content one of my favorite things to use to plan out content because now I'm, I'm getting to a point where i'm pushing out a lot is trello T-R-E-L-L-O, and it's free ah. so trello it's it basically is a project management board so you could have people that I could collaborate. So I have you two on here on the, on the board and just spitting out ideas. We could put them on a board, content board. Everybody can comment, but the way I'm using it is basically I have my ideas, you know, so I, it's on my phone, on my iPad, on my computer, everywhere. So say I'm get a good idea wherever I'm at. I just put it into Trello and it's the brainstorming. Okay. Once I do that, um, I clean it up, script it out, and then I move it on to filming after it's filmed then i move it on to post it so that way i know exactly what i posted exactly what i've done if i ever run out of content ideas just go back to what i've posted before you know redo it again nobody's gonna know and go back and post it again (laughs) not going that deep on the phone yeah yeah exactly and i've reposted stuff all the time on my tiktok and instagram so repost stuff if you need to and then uh
2: in terms of lead generation outside of social media or video are you using any paid sources to generating leads you know direct mail like what's what's your marketing mix
1: yeah so direct mail so i just started that um i don't have a farm basically i've built my business around um sphere of influence and obviously social media uh, but i did start um farming what i have to say with that is you have to have a plan otherwise you're not going to do it just like everything else if you don't have a plan with your social media with your business anything you're not going to do it. So I tried last year, but again, I didn't really have a plan. So I never followed through. But now I have a plan what I'm milling out every other week um, and just hitting that farm. Um, cold calling, something I hate doing. It actually built my business off of cold calling back when I was on Countrywide over at Countrywide Bank. And I hate doing it. So now I'm looking for other ways to replace the cold calling because people don't like people cold calling them anyways. So looking on, on how to do that is just what I'm looking to replace right now.
2: Let's talk about cold calling for a second. I know it's a nece- an unnecessary or a necessary evil in most real estate businesses. Um, that's where we've to leverage a lot of texting. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you doing any text message marketing currently to kind of replace the cold
1: call? Well, I am using Hit em Up. It's an actual app that's on your, I, th- I think Android has as well too. It's called Hit em Up and it syncs with your uh, with your contacts. I'm using that for my existing contacts yeah. um, just for, um, holiday blasts for birthdays, things like that. And it personalizes every single one. So it looks like I'd said, Hey Dan, Hey Norman, happy birthday, or happy 4th of July, whatever you want to say. So I'm utilizing hit up, but that's the only thing that I'm using right now. Cool.
2: Cool. Cool. And as you build this team, um, you know, you said that you were getting some alignment from coaching and, and that, what technology are you seeing evolving that process as you start to scale? You talked about training. Are you doing it on Kajabi? Are you doing video? What are you you doing to set up those systems?
1: Yeah, so video is one that I'll be doing eventually once the team is scaled out to a point where I can't really start coaching every single person every single time they join. Uh, But that's definitely something I'm looking into. But I think a very important thing to do is technology-wise is having a good solid CRM that's good and plays, plays well with teams. So that way as a team manager, you could actually see production what they're actually doing you can see their calls you can see how many calls they are making how many appointments they're going on um and the broker I'm with actually has some great technology for that as well too that they're coming out with um so i would say utilizing a good crm that's all encompassing is all that data is very very key so you can see the insights and project for your business no
2: love it love it well back over to norm and uh that was a good mix-up round awesome awesome thank you so much dan i appreciate that and uh
0: there's a bit to unpack there. I definitely feel like, you know, we keep hearing it. Standard operating procedures. I love the tools. Um, I love that anyone who's listening, you know, and you could tell the ones that are like on it. They're like, oh, what is this? Uh, let me go check it out. You know, you start looking it up. I just looked it up because it was off camera. So I'm over there like, hey, what is this about? Let me check this out. Because it's always nice to find tools. So I love that, you know, you gave practical, actionable items for our viewers and listeners to take and look at some of these tools and find out what's going to work for them and that's where i think that in real estate it's very important because every single person can go down their own lane and we have amazing guests like yourself peter that have a lane and it's just like someone out there might want to follow your lane or might want to join your team link down below now <laughs> so exactly you know yep. you you never know, right? You never know. So, so I absolutely love that. Um, this is some amazing tools for our viewers and listeners to think about using for themselves. So, uh, have some good questions to end out before we open up the floor to you for the end of the show. Um, so, expert, so are you? When you film the content that adds value, in the back of your mind, do you have any kind of thought process of like? ideal type of client or specific content around the area that you serve? Like what's kind of the methodology behind the madness of the videos that you film and the direction you're going into for topics.
1: Yeah. So for topics, like I said, I just want to be educational and as a real being involved in real estate, there's so many things that we know that we think everybody else knows. I mean, even as far as knowing what an appraisal is, how that affects mm. your loan, how it affects the purchase contract, stuff that we take for granted all the time. It's not common knowledge for everybody. Yes. So just try to remember that, which I really struggled with. I was like, oh, nobody wants to hear about appraisals. Nobody wants to know how to buy <laughs> a, a rental property. Nobody knows. But it's because I know it and nobody else does. You know, It's not commonplace, which we think it is, because you're surrounded by all these real estate agents, so we always think that. So mm. just kind of separate yourself from outside the industry and, and trying to figure out and thinking about what would people want to know about mm-hmm. my job regardless of how boring or dry it seems <laughs> people want to know right so yeah and I you have that. good ex- you have good experience because you were a lender right and yeah. you worked in the
2: mortgage business so you have like a uh, expert level view that most people don't have that perspective even if they're a real estate agent
1: yeah, yeah. So I like I said I've been involved for twenty three ish years in banking and real estate and in lending and all that stuff I take for granted. And I, it's you need to learn to separate yourself and and think outside the box of what people want to know.
0: I love that. I love that. Now let's give some some practical like so for someone who's listening can actually like oh wow okay like so the video TikTok got it behind me in the screen it was on YouTube right now one hundred eighty thousand views on that one TikTok that you did. What topic was that?
1: It was about painting a front door, the stupidest thing you could ever think of. Um, painting a front door basically, there was a study on Zillow, um, or was it Redfin? Doesn't matter, yeah. Um, and they did an analysis of I think 170,000 homes. And The ones that had a very bright painted door sold on average for five, I think it was actually more than five thousand dollars. I said five thousand five thousand in the video, but I think it was more like eight thousand dollars sold wow. on average. $8,000 higher than a, a door, a house that did not have that, whether the that had, you know, effect or not, you know, whatever, but that's what I was referencing. So I got so much hate on there. So many, so many people debating. <laughs> Troll. Some people do. Oh yeah. People were like, dude, you're smoking crack. I was like, yeah, whatever, but at that you're helping the algorithm. So yeah, comment more. So <laughs> some people were generally asking me, Hey, you know, what color should I, you know, just creating dialogue. So you're going to get the one thing I say about TikTok is you got to be ready for, for the hate. It's, bad it's people are they're brutal ruthless I don't, know, I don't know what it is it's it's wild so um that's what it was it was something as simple as that
0: wow 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 so anyone who's listening it sounds like have thick skin and just be prepared for the hate and more importantly i feel like the information embrace
1: the hate. yeah embrace the hate. embrace heat. the
0: hate i love it and i think more importantly like if people think about it like this like if it's just like it's just a process and if you know the process and you know the game you can win at the game. So don't let the game win you. You need to win the game. So just know that like the hate helps your algorithm. So if you feed into the hate, I mean, you could, or it could just say, hey, thanks for your comment. Or you could say, fuck yourself. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roma, please uh, edit that. <laughs> please, yeah. Roma, please edit No. And then if you go down the rabbit hole with that person, then who knows, maybe it'll help you even more. But that's, that's too funny that because of the hate, that's one of the key performance indicators of how you got to that magnitude of reach, that's super cool. So the last question I have is a question that I haven't uh, asked in a while, and this might be a controversial question that help with the algorithms here. Uh, the good old technology replacing real estate professionals. We know that 90% of the business yeah, 90% of the business. on by about top 10% of real estate professionals. So if that's the case, and you have Open Door, you have Zillow and all these buyers and stuff like that. Um, so what's your thoughts in regards to technology replacing agents? What potentially could happen to the 90% of agents that just do a deal here and deal there and they don't get on video? Like, what's your thoughts with that?
1: So yeah, two things there. So the people who aren't willing to put themselves out there and do some sort of video content on social media, eventually you're going to be irrelevant mm. plain and simple. Sorry. But as far as, you know, the big corporations like Zillow's open door, well, Zillow's not even in that business really right now. Yeah. Uh, open door, Redfin, whatever it may be. Um, yeah. They are probably going to take away a little bit of market share, but it's probably going to take away the people who are doing, you know, one to two transaction, the hobbyists, the people who have their license to help out mm-hmm. a friend or whatever it may be. But the true players out there who are doing 90% of the business out there, it's, they may take a little bit of a hit, but it's not going to be much because real estate is a people business. It's a trust business. And if you can't trust somebody with the biggest asset of your life, I mean, it, it's going to be a lot harder. So, I mean, what's the uh, with legalzoom.com? You know, what I mean, they, <laughs> they could do little templates, but it's not personalized. You know, it's not exactly what you want. So with a real estate agent, they're going to be able to guide you Um, and help you out with the biggest purchase of your life. So yes, it's going to take away business, but I don't think it's going to take away as much as people think. I love
0: that. Absolutely love that. So get on video. And that's one thing that technology will never replace is like, the emotion behind it because people forget what you said and did but they won't forget the way you made them feel so they're feeling something from that whole process of your videos or getting educated or whatever talk about it all the time seven triggers to yes which is a book talks about that like if you do something for someone else not expecting anything back hey peter you've done a great job with all your videos i love it man like i'm ready to buy a house now
1: <laughs> yeah. you're hired yeah. you're hired yeah. so you actually all i say something about that is The reason why is I think of your video content as, as your digital resume. Okay. Mm. I forgot where I heard this from, but basically it takes six minutes for somebody to form a bond with you after they've been watching you on video. So once they come to you they're and they're ready to transact with you, you probably don't even need to interview for the job. You've already done all your interviewing. They know who you are. They've already looked at your resume and they have that bond with you already. Um, And believe it or not, it's, it's, Almost like it's not, I don't want to say starstruck, but you're like, it's a little bit different. It's its hard to explain, but once you've seen somebody on video so many times, you feel like you know them, you already have that bond where, yes. like I said, you're not interviewing at all. You
0: pretty much already have a job. I love that. You know what? That brings up a good point as far as like the habit. Like on a psychology forefront, it could take 30, 60, 90 plus days. If you're just consistent with your videos for 90 plus days and you do something twice a week, three times a week, every single day, whatever people are going to start to look for your content and want to watch it. It's going to be part of a habit. Just like TV shows, people get sucked in these TV shows. They watch them just all throughout because they get sucked into the storyline, the plot or whatever. Right. So I love that. That just brought that yeah. back to my attention.
1: Yeah. And and don't worry about how many views you're getting because think of it this way. Think of you have a stadium or auditorium filled with 50 people. Okay. Now multiply that to 100, now 1,000, now 10,000. Say one of your videos gets 10,000 views. You were just able to speak to 10,000 people for 30 seconds. You can't do that right now as easily as you can on social media. So people get caught up in the numbers. Just push out out valuable content, and you'll start growing. When people find valuable information or they find a bond, they'll reach out to you. In case in point, one of my friends who I hadn't talked to for about two years, just randomly reached out to social media and, and on social media and said, Hey, Peter, I need to sell my house. Can you help me? And I literally hadn't talked to the person for two years. I never even knew they were looking at my stuff. But if it hadn't been for social wow. media, they probably would have never reached out to me.
0: Wow, I absolutely love that. And the last thing I'll, I'll leave with before we get into, uh, you know, how you want to end the show and leave for our viewers and listeners the last uh, bit of the show is... Uh, is a background that looks really like, uh, like you can see with your TikTok, the background is like has really vibrant colors. And I've yeah. been doing that and I've seen personally my views really go up. I mean, mm-hmm. just for viewers and listeners out there, I have maybe 500 followers. So I to start my t- I Instagram back over again. I reached like 23,000 people last past week. So it doesn't matter how many followers you have, it just matters about the way that you're putting out content. Even with Dan, I've seen him now do like the green in the backdrop, it's super eye catching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes such a big difference. I absolutely love that. And speaking of that, I want to put the camera angle on Peter so we're gonna see his awesome backdrop and his, his camera went off for a second. I was like, I gotta keep on talking. hope he comes back. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, you're back. So what would you like to leave for our viewers and listeners as we end today's podcast episode?
1: So regardless of what you're doing, whether it be social media, cold calling, mailing, whatever it is, just get started because nobody wishes that they started later everybody wishes Mm. that they started earlier. So start now. Doesn't matter. Just get in it and start doing it. Wow. I love that. I love that. Peter,
0: thanks so much for being on the show today. This is awesome.
1: It's been a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Likewise. Likewise. And we've been talking about this for quite a while and you reached out to us yesterday. I'm glad that we did it. Dan,
2: thanks as always for co-hosting. Yeah. Peter, great to meet you. That's everything.
1: I'm going to, I am following you now. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> thanks. If uh, anybody out there follows me, I'll follow you back too. So, thank you.
0: And uh, thanks to all of our viewers and listeners. As it is our intention for you to take what you learned from our episodes, have more massive success. Now, comment below with what you learned. And a side note, you will be capped out at only 7,500 followers on Instagram. So follow wisely, and we will see you on the next one.